I'm Olivia. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Backstage with PYB. That's Pennsylvania Youth Ballet, a dance studio located in Bethlehem, PA. We are so glad you joined us for our interview today. We'll see you backstage. Hi everyone, welcome back. In this week's episode, we speak to Amy Smith. Amy tells us her journey of how she became a tap teacher at her school, Tap Ties. Welcome to Backstage with PYB. Great. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we start with your early dance training? So at what age did you begin dancing and where did you study? Um, Well, I was four years old when my mom enrolled me in dance classes. Um, I actually grew up in the Lehigh Valley. So I went to Miss Pat's Stage Door Studio um, the September uh, when I was four. So um, I remember going on Saturday mornings and, and I just loved it from the start. <laughs> Did you study ballet, tap, and jazz at that age or? No, it was probably, was it, more it was probably more like a creative movement class. I remember learning the first, posi- you know, the positions of ballet and singing the position song. I don't know if you remember that song <laughs> about <laughs> first and second and third and, you know, fourth and fifth. And so that was, I remember that song. I remember tumbling on the mats. Um, I remember not liking forward rolls because I didn't like to be upside down. <laughs> I just remember that as a, as a little girl. And I remember my first dance recital. Um, I just stood there and cried. That was my, uh-huh. my first recital. So <laughs> were you just scared? Yeah, you know, we were all bunnies um, in the recital, and somebody <laughs> lost their ears, and two oh. girls started fighting on stage because we were told not to pick up. You know, as, as a dancer, you learn, don't pick up. If your headpiece falls off, just leave it and ignore it. Well, one little girl decided she was going to pick it up and put it back on her head, and this other little girl was telling her, no, don't do it. And they were kind <laughs> of tugging more with the, the uh, ears, and the audience started to laugh, and I thought they were laughing at me. So they were laughing at these girls playing tug of war (laughs) and I thought they were laughing at me. So I just stood there and cried the entire dance. (laughs) So I was quite young. (laughs) What a great story. (laughs) Did your mom put you in dance classes or did you have an older sibling or someone who was taking class before you or did you ask? Well, um, I have an older brother um, and he didn't take dance classes. So we had a family friend who had a daughter older than us and she started to take uh, dance classes. And then the, the sister that was my age started to take, and I remember the phone call. And it's, it's funny because I do remember my mom being on the phone with her friend talking about dance lessons and asking wow. me, would you like to take dance lessons? And I was, I, I think I said, I don't, what are dance lessons? I don't know what that is, you know? And, um, and I was like, okay, sure, I'll go. And, you know, from the moment I started, even though I had, you know, the crying on stage or didn't like (laughs) to be upside down, I definitely, uh, like just loved it from the start. So how long did you stay at that school? Till I graduated from high school. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. I stayed there that entire time. I did other things. Um, I was in musicals and, um, you know, we did dance competitions, not many, but we would go once, you know, some dance competition and take classes with other teachers. But I grew up there. I was there my entire, my entire life. I, uh, was in the Nutcracker with another school and, um, but I, um, yeah, I was there my entire, my entire dance growing up. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. 
who were some of your influential teachers? Um, so growing up, it was Miss Pat for sure. You know, Pat Bartholomew, she was um, definitely a big influence on me um, as she was my first teacher. And um, so she, you know, I still, when I teach dance, I still think of the things that she said as, she, as a teacher um, and I will say them um, to my students. I can, you know, you, you remember things uh, as a child that you, you don't realize you remember. And then, um, you, you know, you find yourself repeating some things sometimes. So um, she was definitely an influence. And then I went on to um, University of the Arts uh, in Philadelphia for college. And I had uh, a couple of teachers there that I really, I really liked. Pat Thomas was my modern teacher. And um, she was pretty amazing. I had her all four years of college. I also was lucky to take a workshop, a week-long workshop with Judith Jamison. And that's pretty, that was pretty amazing. So um, I remember that quite well. So when you went to college for dance, had you decided by that point to pursue a career in dance? Or how did you come to that decision? So... Uh, in high school, I started to, um, you know, as everybody does go on college tours and check out different, different schools. Um, and we went down to Philadelphia and university of the arts is right on broad street and it's a beautiful building now. I mean, it's changed so much, um, since I've been there, but, um, the building, um, with the columns, it was just, it was just a beautiful building. And then the dance studio has actually, I was just in Philadelphia a couple weeks ago, that dance studio has been torn down. They have much more beautiful studios now. But um, when I was there, we got to watch some of the dance classes. And as soon as I walked into the studio and saw the dancers and saw the, you know, the live pianist and the drummers and, you know, it was like, and then you come out on Broad Street and it's Philadelphia and it was beautiful, you know, and I said, this is where I'm going and this is what I want to do. And it wasn't even a question. It was like, this is what I'm doing. And so in college, I was a, a, actually a modern dance major in college. And um, I, you know, it was just, you know, when you love something, it's just who you are. You can't help it. And um, I knew that I wanted dance to be a part of my life for the rest of my life. So I'm so happy that I'm still dancing. <laughs> and, yeah, that's a great experience. Yeah, yeah. So what other types of dance have you studied? Because now you're saying you studied <laughs> modern in college. You yes. did some ballet before. Yes. So growing up, it was a big ballet influence. I was in the Nutcracker and um, lots of ballet training. I also took, um, I had tap and I had jazz. Um, but that was when I was older, you know, when I was probably eight or nine, they started introducing uh, jazz. Um, I had tap, I think, as a little girl. But um, then when I went to college, I never had modern dance and it was, I, I remember how difficult it was for me to, you have to release a little, you know, more than you do. Ballet is a little more rigid and, uh, in modern, you have to move your body completely differently. And I remember freshman year having a very, very difficult time, um, mm -hmm. with that. So, um, but I fell in love with it and I ended up being a modern major, um, and a ballet minor. Um, so I didn't tap dance in college very much at all. I had some tap, but, um, it was modern and ballet. And then I had some jazz classes and some ethnic dancing, um, Spanish dancing and African classes. And, um, you know, I had a wide variety. Um, but I thought when I was in school, modern was something that I had never 
I didn't have a, a big background, you know, uh, with it. So I decided that modern would be the best major for me to have. Um, and I loved it. It was great. I took from teachers from Alvin Ailey, from Paul Taylor, um, mm. like I said, Judith Jamison. So they had a really great modern program and I wanted to take full advantage of that. What do you like about tap dance compared to other types of dance? Um, well, I, what I love about tap is that, um, you can tap dance well into your nineties. <laughs> you know, I am still wearing my tap shoes and I'm still performing. I actually had a performance last weekend at Mayfair, um, on stage in the rain. It was really quite oh. memorable, <laughs> but we did it. Um, what I love. So, so after college, after I graduated, um, I, uh, met a, a man and by the name of Robert Burden Jr. And he had, was starting a tap company. Um, he had been a tap dancer all through Philadelphia and performing in many, many shows. And he was a graduate of university of the arts and he was starting a tap dance company. And I always loved tap. It wasn't, I just, I, you know, when I was in college, I wanted to try new things, but I, um, I loved tap. I always loved it. And uh, I thought, well, I'm going to try this because I want to dance. You know, like you first get out of college and, you know, your whole life you're dancing in a studio and then you graduate and it's like, okay, what do I do now? Like, you know, where can I put myself? Where can I find um, some opportunities? So I started tap dancing with Robert and, and taking classes with him, um, who is a mentor, LeVon Robinson from Philadelphia, and learned a bunch of the choreography that he knew. And then I started dancing in his tap company. And I loved it. I mean, I just um, fell in love with it. Um, very rhythmic. Everything was a cappella. We did a lot of polyrhythms, lots mm. of dancing. Um, so I started performing with him um, and his company, Tap Team Two and Company. And we performed, we performed all over Philadelphia to start um, at the Peanut Bride Arts Center. We would do um, performances through the city when they would um, have grants for, there was one grant that they had for transit dances where we would go all over the different um, train stations and put our tap boards down and tap dance. And it was funded, uh, I think by um, the dance Alliance. So it was pretty great um, and fun to do. I got to dance, uh, perform in schools and do um, like uh, it's called young audiences. I, I think that's still around now young audiences and you would go, you know, the, the school and, and tap dance and then bring kids up on stage. And it was a, um, a really fun thing to do. Um, and I did that for quite a while. Um, and then I came back into the Lehigh Valley and I danced with TAP, Teach All People, um, Nicole Hockenberry. I was with her for, for quite a long time. And then Jill Fitzgerald and I started TAP Ties. Um, it's 15 years ago. And so, oh, wow. yeah, already. We just had our 15th uh, anniversary. And we um, produce workshops um, all year long. And we have a national tap dance, dele uh, tap dance day celebration that we do. And we have August festival with COVID. Everything obviously has changed. Things are a little bit different, but um, we have a huge following on zoom now that we still are continuing. We have students from all over the country taking from us on zoom and also uh, from Canada and England. Um, and we are meeting people on zoom that we never thought we would meet. Um, and we've been able to expand tap ties all over the country, which has been pretty exciting. Wow. That's, that's really fantastic. Yeah. Um, that you've been able to expand everything, even, even with COVID. Um, I guess it just gave the opportunity a little bit. It really did. I mean, we were, you know, 
I'm sure everybody can remember when everything was starting to shut down. What do we do now? Like, how do we make this right. work? And so, um, you know, people were talking about Zoom and I had never heard of it before. And we thought, okay, well, we had, you know, students that took from us weekly all the time at Moravian College. We had community classes at Cedarcrest College, community classes. And we had a really great following. So we decided to move everything on Zoom and bring everybody. We had to, you know, figure it out how to use it like everybody else. And mm -hmm. we did some test runs and, you know, we kept everybody online with us um, from March on. And then we just kept going with it. And we um, right now we're in the middle of a June jam where we have our tap classes going on and uh, people are coming, coming out for it. So it's been really great. How did you meet Jill? This is kind of a funny story. Um, so talking about my dance experience, <laughs> when I was a freshman in college, I auditioned for Sesame Place, which is in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. They were looking for dancers and a whole lot of University of Arts dancers auditioned. And um, I got the part to be Ernie at the, at the, wow. at the uh, park for a summer. Yeah. So I was Ernie uh, for the entire summer and it was, it was so fun. And what is really ironic is Jill was my boss. <laughs> and she, that's how I met her a long, a zillion years ago. And so she was my boss there. And um, I worked there only for a summer. And then she ended up leaving Sesame Place to get married. And we hadn't, we didn't connect with each other for years and years and years. And one day I was teaching at TAP, Teach All People. And she walked in the door as a student to come in just to start taking classes because she moved into the Lehigh Valley. And I looked at her and I was like, you look so familiar to me. And I don't know why. Like we had to figure out what it was because it was <laughs> years later. I was married. You know, she was married, had a son. And so we figured out how we knew each other. And then we started tap dancing together um, with Nicole. And we did that for five years. And then, um, then we started tap ties. <laughs> so it's kind of funny how like you run back into people through life. <laughs> so yeah, and the dance world is a small world. It really is. So that's how we met. <laughs> that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Is there any non-technical advice you have for your students? Um, so when I'm teaching, it's about being true to who you are um, and just, just enjoy the art form of dance and letting yourself express it yourself. Um, and not being so hard on yourself for not getting something right the first time. Um, we usually, when we're trying something new, don't just automatically get it, right? As a dancer, you know that. You have to work. Um, and, and if we are hard on ourselves, we actually lose um, the – I feel like it, it, it's counter, counterintuitive. It doesn't help us when we're just beating ourselves up. So, you know, learn from the mistakes that you make. Figure out a way – to fix them, you know, um, and then just keep going, you know, and that works for everything, not just dance. That works for everything in life. I think. That's really great advice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned a little bit, um, about performing in Nutcracker. Do you have any favorite roles, favorite Nutcracker roles, any favorite performances or performing roles? Um, any type of dance yeah so in the nutcracker i was in the waltz of the flowers and snow and marzipan and i actually um did not do that to my senior year of high school um that i only was in the nutcracker one year so i remember it though very clearly i remember uh, it was at the scottish ray cathedral and just 
getting my shoes ready and, you know, pancaking my, my point shoes so they weren't shiny and just being up like, you know, you know, when you're in a tech rehearsal week, how late you come home and then you got to go to school the next day. And <laughs> I remember all of that. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I have really great memories of that. Um, and then I, I, you know, in college, I performed a lot. We performed um, at the Merriam Theater right on Broad Street in college. But then I, I was able to, you know, in college, you get more opportunities just to they want dancers at different events around the city. So that was fun. Um, when I was with Tap Team 2 and Company, um, we did an adaptation of um, Cinderella. Um, and we did the whole story of Cinderella, but we called it Cindyella. And I was <laughs> Cindyella. So that's a very memorable uh, performance. That was pretty great. Um, that, that one I, it stands out for me for sure. And um, you know, there, I've, I've been very lucky to be on stage, you know, my whole life. I, there's never been, except for COVID, there's never been a year that I haven't performed. So um, that's pretty awesome. So I have a lot of different times I've been on stage and, um, you know, just doing ensemble choreography with Tap Ties. Um, all the ladies of Tap Ties are very close and we've worked together for so long. So being on stage with them, we know how each other moves. We know how to, you know, there's a real connection with dancers when they're on stage mm -hmm. and um, being fortunate enough to, to be with the group that I've been with for so long. Um, it's pretty great. It's incredible. So I've, I've, I have, you know, many, many great stories of performing. I just, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky to be doing it my whole life. Do you have any advice or comments on handling rejection? Uh, so that was really hard for me as a young dancer rejection because I took it very, very personally. Um, but I, what I've discovered as I've gotten older is that it wasn't about me and it's, and it's not about you as a dancer if you're not picked for something. Um, it's maybe you don't fit the, the look that they want, or you don't, you know, they, the director of whatever is, is happening is looking for somebody with dark hair and not blonde hair, or you, they want somebody a little bit taller. And so to take it personally all the time, um, is not good for you because you're going to have rejection. There's no way that that's not going to happen, but you just have to keep going. And, and unfortunately, sometimes we remember the, re the, the losses more than the wins, so you want to try to just, you know, say, okay, this one didn't work out, but I'm going to try it again. And, and, you know, if you know, I have to do it five more times before I get a, a yes or 10 more times, just keep going. Um, it's really not about you and, and just keep working hard. That's really great advice. Thank you. Do you have any other hobbies outside of dance? Um, I love yoga. Yoga has been really great, um, especially as I've gotten older <laughs> because uh, of dancing so much um, and the jarring of tap dancing. Um, so yoga helps me stretch everything out. Uh, and when I, mean, I don't do yoga, like I've been away the last couple of weeks, so I haven't had a regular yoga, um, yoga routine. So I can tell. Um, so yoga is very important for me. Um, I also meditate. I like, uh, that's an important thing just to keep, uh, you know, my brain clear meditating. Um, and I read a lot. I like to read. So, um, but I'm physical. Like I, you know, I, I like to move. I walk my dog a lot. I'm outside a lot. I'm, you know, I'm active. Um, so, you know, just that's part of who I am. And it's what I've always done. So, so that's, you know, when I found yoga about maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was right up my alley. Like I just, I enjoy it so much. 
Do you have a particular place where you like to go, a particular yoga studio, or do you um, have your own practice at home? Do you have videos that you watch? So um, I go to uh, Baransu Yoga, which is on Freemansburg Avenue in Bethlehem Township. Um, I've been going there for quite a while. And um, Jess is, is the owner. She's really great. Um, and she does a lot of meditation classes, um, sound meditation class I took uh, maybe three weeks ago, which was really neat. Um, with I've never done that before. It's they set up gongs and um, bowls and you, it's, it's very relaxing. And it's, a, it's an hour and a half meditation class, which was pretty interesting because I, I never had to be still for that long, <laughs> which was a little difficult. That would be hard. <laughs> it is, especially as a dancer, right? When you're hearing music or whatever, you know, you're, you're used to moving. So um, that's where I take class. But I also have a home practice that I, I have um, the, 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 you know, the mat at home and the, the blocks. Um, there's a, some great yoga, um, on YouTube that I take yoga with Adrian. Um, when I, you know, you can pick different, you know, cause some yoga classes are like an hour and a half. So if I don't have the time, I can put on a 20 minute yoga, you know, routine on, on YouTube. And that's really, um, great. So, um, so a combination of both. Knowing what you know now, if you could talk to your younger self, what advice would you give? relax, just relax. (laughs) Everything will be okay. You know, I think as a young person, you're always in a hurry for everything to happen right away. Um, and you don't understand that you have to wait, like I want it now. And, um, um, and that kind of can get in your way by being impatient. So, um, I would have told myself to relax, like you're gonna, you're gonna dance your whole life, you know, it's going to be okay. Um, and you're going to get rejected from certain things, but you're going to find a way to make it happen if you want it to happen. You know, um, I went to plenty of auditions after college and I got rejected, you know, and, and I took it, you know, like I said before personally, and then I started dancing in a dance company and I thought, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to be part of a company. I want to dance. And then I started teaching. Um, and it took a while, you know, to kind of get to, uh, used to being a teacher, but, um, I love teaching now. It's, it's just, a, an amazing, thing to work with younger people and also with adults that we have as a part of tap ties. Um, so yeah, I would have told myself to relax, you know, you're going to be okay and you're going to dance the rest of your life. So just take it slow. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. We sure. you had some great things, to, great things to say, and we really enjoyed learning a little bit more about you. Well, thank you. Thank you for, for uh, asking me. I was really excited to get the email. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything else that we didn't cover? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you pretty much covered everything. I, uh, the other thing that I would say to a young dancer would be, always take class, um, continue to learn from different people, take classes with so, you know, different types of teachers. You'll pick little nuggets from each teacher that you learn from. Um, and if you become a dance teacher, uh, that still take class, there's always stuff to learn. Um, I continue to take, uh, classes all the time. I take from my, my peers. I take from, I have mentors that I take from at tap dance festivals, um, always taking class. Um, so just continue to learn, you know, your whole life. It's, it's such an important thing um, to help you 
as a dancer and as a teacher. So thank you. You're and welcome. You're going to be teaching every week for the summer. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. I am. Yeah. We're really excited that you're coming to teach. Oh, I'm excited mm-hmm. to be there. So thank you. Thanks for joining us for our interview with Amy Brown-Smith. Check back in the fall when we continue with season two of Backstage with PYB. Best wishes to all the dancers attending summer intensives. Have a great summer and happy dancing. We're so glad you could join us today backstage at PYB. Please follow our podcast so that you never miss an episode. If you'd like more information on PYB, check out our website at bglb.org or friend us on Facebook at Ballet Guild of the Lehigh Valley slash Pennsylvania Youth Ballet or follow us on Instagram at PYB underscore BGLB. If you have any questions, please email them to karen.ner at bglv.org, and you might be featured on the show. We'll We'll see see you next time. time!